Welcome to the Software and Technology Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Call recording technology is a simple but effective way to provide value to a company from just about any industry, empowering consumer insight, quality control, and providing data for important company-wide decisions. On today's podcast, we're joined by Kevin Levi, VP of Marketing for Orex. Last time, we spoke on the external benefits of call recording technology, which industries benefit from it and how. This time, we're digging in deeper, exploring the internal benefits of the software. How can individual roles and departments within a company find value and often financial gain with call recording, from the compliance officer to the CEO? We also get a look into the evolution of the technology itself, how it's reflective of a software trend toward open source systems that are removing barriers to accessibility, and how these innovations are putting this tech in the hands of small companies and startups as well. All right, Kevin, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Looking forward to having you on for episode two. This time we are still exploring call centers, but whereas our last episode, we looked at sort of an external vision for what kinds of businesses can benefit from call recording and how you educate businesses and then integrate this software. Now we're going to be looking a little more internally, looking at, you know, once a business already has call recording or if they're looking to take in call recording software, what specific departments, what specific heads of certain operations are going to benefit from the software and how can then that lead to more efficient process? to um, more financial gains, um, to more secure data and more secure information, all that kind of great stuff we're going to dive into in this podcast, and I'm excited to do it with you. Sounds great. Yeah. So we're actually, to kind of flip what I just talked about, we are going to sort of look from an external perspective first, uh, but something that we didn't really dive into in the last podcast, and that's kind of the applications of call recording technology for profit companies, non-profit companies, and government entities. I, I'd like to know, you know, from your perspective, do you see those sectors taking in the software differently, the same, uh, and why? Yeah, a nonprofit uh, is pro- and a financial firm, for example, is probably only going to be interested in rec- the, what's called total recording, uh, 100% recording of every call. Um, and that's really for compliance purposes so they can ensure that you know the right things were said on the phone, they can resolve disputes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a large corporation that has more interest in customer retention and pleasing the customer, they're probably going to have that software, but run it in parallel with what's called quality assurance software, which does a sampling of calls. It it only records, let's say, five calls from an agent per month as opposed to every one. And then those calls are then monitored for customer service, quality, et cetera. And then how about for-profit companies and and government entities? Are they looking at more comprehensive solutions typically? Yeah, a a for-profit company, again, if you're selling a product or a service, it's all about your customer. It's all about customer. Right. You want to make sure you're delivering the right level of service. So they're going to have for compliance and dispute resolution, total recording, and then they're going to have quality assurance uh, software for monitoring customer service. A government entity, <laughs> it's kind of funny, we talk about, we always feel like we're, we're not getting the best service from a government en- entity like a, a, a DMV, for example. They're probably less concerned about the quality 
of customer service are more concerned about compliance and dispute resolutions, they're probably not going to have quality assurance, just the, the quality, just the compliance recording. Sure, sure. Okay, so now that we kind of hit on that, I, I wanted to touch on that because we hadn't mentioned that in the last podcast. We sort of looked at industry-specific applications, but I think dissecting you know, how nonprofits, for-profit, and government entities use call recording software is important to then dig into this next part, which is the individual positions within these entities that would benefit from call recording technology and why. You know, I think each position is going to use it differently for a different purpose. And that's what is so exciting about call recording technology is that it's simple, but it's very diverse and uh, it's very malleable. It can be used for a variety of different things and people can pull a lot of really um, beneficial data from just a few simple calls. So let's kind of skip over the call center manager because I think that is just rather intuitive. Uh, you know, a call center manager is going to want to record their calls. Um, I, I think it's just part of the process of if you have a call center with, like we said in the last podcast, more than two people, you're recording your calls. Let's jump into some of these bigger scope positions. Let's start with fraud and compliance officers. Now, how might that division in a company benefit from call recording technology. Okay, so the the point of contact with customers is typically where compliance issues arise. And who's talking to your customers more than your salespeople, more than anybody? Your call center. And a lot of times your call center includes your salespeople. Uh, so a compliance officer or you know a CEO or chief compliance officer or fraud manager is going to be very concerned that anybody talking to customers is in compliance. In compliance with PCI, so with credit card information being taken over the phone, they need to make sure that those interactions are masking or muting that portion of the call. Uh, HIPAA, same thing with privacy information for patients. Uh, GDPR and MIFID2, those European regulations, they're also driving compliance um, you know, needs. So any of those organizations are going to be wanting to measure compliance at that level. Right. And uh, I mean, that kind of proactive measure isn't just you know going to keep people in line but accidentally divulging information or being too liberal with the information and not in a political sense but I mean just like liberal with the information that you give out while you're on the phone with a customer or a client um, I mean that kind of stuff could cost the company a lot of money in either lawsuits um, or you know trade secrets and so it's important to have that technology in line to catch those red flags and to make sure that you know you're being proactive and that not just reacting to the big issue but making sure that that isn't happening yeah absolutely the the, the different regulations you know the TCPA PCI GDPR they all have you know, commensurate penalties associated with them, and some larger than others. The the European regulations, GDPR and MIFID two, they're actually they take a, a an entire they take a, a percentage of your total company revenue whenever you violate one of these regulations. So for a big company, that could be tens, hundreds, or even millions of dollars. Right? Those companies are going to be particularly concerned. But what a compliance manager is also going to be doing is they're going to be asking for a call recording of the interaction in question. So if the customer or if a regulator is questioning an interaction with certain information given out that shouldn't have been, uh, with certain things said that shouldn't have been, they're gonna want, the compliance officer is going to want to have that recording to be able to prove what was said and what wasn't. 
So it could be, it could, it has monetary value attached to it because it could very well thwart uh, a penalty. Right. Exactly. So let's move beyond the security um, and you know compliance factors now, and move more into some of these very high level positions within a company. Something like a VP of marketing, a VP of sales, a VP of customer service. These people in these positions at a company might not find themselves in need of call recording software, but I think it it might ease a lot of processes that they do manually. Um, or that they do, you know, basically face to face with their team and can also, like we've already mentioned, bring financial gains, boosts in revenue, um, not in some ways very directly, whether that's in, you know, marketing or sales, but in some other ways, like with customer service or compliance, it's sort of more of a proactive measure, making sure that you're not costing the company any money. So let's dig into VP of marketing. How would call recording software benefit that position? You know, what about marketing specifically could really benefit from having pretty consistent um, databases of recorded calls? So as a VP of marketing, you're all about the voice of the customer, understanding what the customer wants, what their challenges are and how you can address those challenges and appealing to those challenges and needs through articles, through webinars, advertising. And that's how you appeal to them. That's how you get their attention so they can buy your products and services. So understanding the voice of the customer is what most companies that are large spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on really extensive studies to research who's buying their products. But if you have your customers calling in and talking to your salespeople or talking to your customer support people and telling them things like, you know, I, I appreciate this new promotion, but XYZ company over here is charging 10% less. I mean, that competitive intelligence is extremely valuable. Or if they give a new product idea, or if they give, um, you know, information about the benefit of, of your products that you didn't even know that, they were, that that benefit existed. So that kind of intelligence is really important to a VP of marketing. Uh, if they're running a specific campaign, right, around a new product, an event or something, any calls where that is discussed, that's, that intelligence is going to be very valuable to the marketing staff. The marketing team can realize from calls, competitive intelligence, buying trends, buying behavior, new product ideas, etc. And you know, it just helps them understand the factors driving you know, decision-making by the customer, helps them understand what the customer is facing and how they can better address their needs. So it's, it's kind of like the, the, the customer's coming right to them as opposed to having to spend all these dollars to try to find the customer themselves. Right. And then, you know, how do you communicate to these higher level positions at companies that having to sift through this information isn't going to basically take too much of their time? I I feel like when you get to that high of a position and you're managing an entire marketing department, a sales department, a customer service department, um, you know, you might be a little weary of taking on, you know, putting something on your utility belt that is going to stack up very quickly with data. And then it's like, all right, sifting through this and finding the real value in this, is it going to be worth my time? You know, how do you communicate that to people in these higher positions that already have a lot on their plate? You know, there, there needs to be a connection between the VP of customer service and the other heads of department. If the VP of customer service is connected to the VP of marketing and understands the VP of marketing's you know, goals, challenges, objectives, then 
the VP of customer service can speak with the contact center manager or the call center manager and say, the VP of marketing is really interested in getting information on this new campaign, on certain products, on certain you know, regions of the country, et cetera, et cetera. And with speech analytics, with the metadata collected from calls and the ability to search for specific interactions, you know, those kinds of interactions can be forwarded automatically or put into a report for the VP customer service. So it's all about making the information palatable, right? So it can be pushed through reports, you know, customized dashboards to a VP of sales, for example, or VP of marketing. Yeah, I mean, it's all about teamwork. And I think this technology is one that is so simple, but at the same time will provide a lot of data that if you sort of present it in a way that only one department or you know only one person is going to be in charge of managing through this managing the data and then sifting through it it's going to look like more of a headache than anything else so it's definitely it framing the software in a way that feels more like a collaborative effort or something that you know if everyone is on the same page with this you know one department can benefit the other and that one can benefit the other without necessarily doing any extra work it's just about paying attention looking for the right signs looking for the right clues in those calls yeah exactly it's all about customizing the software to your specific needs as an organization and oryx for example is the best at that you know we have our, our software is based on an open source core uh, we have an open API. You can pretty much interact with any other software. It's extremely customizable. So that's that's why you want a call recording solution that you can play with and tweak as opposed to a black box solution where, where some offer, which some companies offer, right? Yeah, no, I mean, that, and that's, I think, representative of other trends. Like we had someone on our podcast recently talk to us about changes in IoT sensors and IoT technology for large corporations, large buildings. And as they're implementing one piece for the thermostat and they're also implementing one piece for the lights and then implementing another for you know, sensors for who's coming in the door, who's coming out the door, you know, foot traffic. All that kind of data, it doesn't need to be siloed into one closed source system. And looking at integrating all these systems more authentically and more easily is actually creating and generating more business because you're not putting up any barriers. While, yes, having a black box solution might keep customers only purchasing from you to a degree if you're looking at a more open source system you're allowing the customer to access your product more easily integrate it to um, you know a system that they already have in place you, know, you don't want of call something as simple as call recording software being difficult to implement to a really complex system you already have in place. You want that to be an easy add-on that immediately adds benefit to multiple aspects of, of the company. Yeah, I'm smiling right now because that that is obviously a huge value proposition for call recording. Not all companies recognize that. But you know, if you look at the core functionality of a recorder, where it can capture the audio and the screen video of a call or an interaction. And then put that together into a playback integrated format. You know, that's extremely powerful. And a lot of companies, like I was talking about before, call center, uh, speech analytics type companies, they're using just, just the recording engine of our product. So not 
uh, you know, the, the look and feel, just the core components of our recording engine and embedding it into their software, better capture the voice of the customer and then, you know, run transcripts against uh, the, the, the words that were spoken on the call so they can have, you know, a written transcript and uh, then run analytics against it. So it's all about the, the, the recording and the call recorder itself, having it, it being customizable is extremely important for a lot of different needs. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So I think we sort of set the stage here. You know, we we dug into some of the the changes in call recording software and, and how you have to approach it from an open source mentality to really access the the core customer, and then looking at specific uh, people that are going to benefit within the company. And I think that brings us to the CEO. And you know, as a CEO of a company. I don't know if call recording software is at the front of your mind as this is the thing we need to implement to make sure that our company elevates itself. But what's great is that it will. And by changing the processes of every department, kind of reframing the way you analyze these interactions to look for data, to look for insight, that can make its way all the way up to the CEO who then makes big financial decisions, big creative decisions for where to take the company next based on something as simple as, yeah, we recorded all 10 of these calls with certain customers and we realize that they are looking for this kind of product. Okay, hey, you know what? Let's push that out more, right? You're making those big decisions off of call recording software, I think is really important. So dive into that a little bit for me. How might the CEO of a company benefit from call recording technology just beyond, beyond the fact that everyone beneath him and in other sects of the department are benefiting in their own ways? You know, What is unique to how the, how the CEO can then take this technology and feel empowered by it? Uh, there are a few things. One, you know, his or her main top level staff, right? His or her uh, senior managers are certainly going to be leveraging it in their departments and individually kind of as we talked about. Sales and marketing can be using it for intelligence, quality monitoring or customer service people can be using it to identify best practices in the call center, ensure high levels of customer service, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but imagine a CEO, this is just kind of a, kind of a, a unique angle here, but imagine a CEO who has those weekly or monthly town hall meetings, whether it's via you know computer monitor um, or you know in person with the staff, what if he or she were to play a portion of a really 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 positive call where somebody was praising the company up and down, etc. Right, um, or somebody was talking about some really innovative use of the technology or, or, or of the product or the service. Right, so putting the voice of the customer you know out there for the, the staff to hear in some sort of motivational manner. Could have a you know a really big impact. So I mean that's just one example, but I think probably more than anything, the the CEO is going to be benefiting from all the intelligence the call recording system feeds to all the departments. So all the departments are going to have this rich intelligence to share with the CEO. They're going to understand buying patterns. They're going to understand the success of campaigns, sales and marketing. They're going to understand who's buying what products and in what regions of the country and what demographics. You know, and that all comes from the call recording system. So it feeds the rest of the organization, which bubbles up to the, the, the CEO. But again, CEO may find use in it actually in, in something as, as simple as a you know a town hall meeting. Right. I mean, I- imagine a scenario where you are the CEO of a major retailer and your customer service head and the entire department is funneling calls and recording these calls. And they start to realize that a consistent number of customers are calling saying that, 
a certain pair of jeans, let's say, just rips really easily, is, is very defective and is not comfortable and there's major issues with it and they're unhappy. Okay, we start to compile that data. We see that people aren't happy with these jeans. Now we need to make a decision about how do we move forward with this. Now, the customer service head can then take that to the CEO and say, look at this intelligence. We map this out. We, you know, we, we mix this in with our data and analytics tools that were already in place because you know, we use open source software and, and we got to see these are the core issues with this product. What should we do? CEO then has the chance to take this great insight and, you know, reach out to the manufacturers saying, Hey, this process needs to change because the product is defective and customers are telling us about it or something like, okay, we need to pull the whole product off the line or let's rebrand it. And, you know, let's take it off, readjust, put it back on, you know, those big decisions all from recording a few calls. It's, it's exciting. And, and it's really interesting to see the way it can trickle its way up the ladder to making huge um, business-wide decisions. Yeah, you're, you're talking about real-time intelligence, right? I mean, you can infer why your sales are going down or why you know new product orders for a specific pair of jeans isn't happening as, as high as well as you thought. Um, you can infer that and it could take weeks or months to get that, in, that inference right. Or you can get in the, like, everything, what you were just talking about could take place in one day. A call could be flagged by a call center agent who is told to look for certain types of calls on a certain product. Or if a call has a, per- a customer that is really unhappy, you know, a motion detection software can detect that and forward that call right to the VP of customer service so they can rescue that customer, right? But that, that intelligence right there about those jeans ripping could be something that could trigger a whole new product line, a correction in the manufacturing process, and that can all be you know, implemented day one. Because you're getting that intelligence in real time, right? And and that's that's the best part about it. It's that it's not a reactive solution; it's very proactive. And uh, yeah, it's it's exciting, especially when you look at it from the financial side. You know, how are we saving money? How are we increasing our profits from software like this? I think that's when you really start to entice separate um, entities within the company. You know, a, a VP of sales might say, "I'm not really sure I would benefit from this." It's like, "Oh yeah, well, check this out." You know companies are increasing the number of sales they make because they can draw insight from the people that don't take the sale and then they can analyze that, dig into the call, notice specific moments when, okay, when we say this, it seems to have a better response. Crafting the message that you're getting across your customers quickly, you know, from from one day to the next, and then you start to immediately see more people lock down sales. I mean, it's it's an exciting time for call recording software, I think. Yeah, and, and what you're talking about, again, is that those people that talk to your customers, those salespeople, occasionally maybe you know, customer service or marketing people, but yes, customer support people, etc. Those people that are talking to your customers are on the front lines. Those are the people that are answering your front door as a business. And not knowing what they're saying, not knowing how customers are reacting to how they're being treated, you know, all that kind of stuff, you're running blind. So in a proactive sense, you're right. You need to know how your customers are reacting to your quote unquote organization. The only way to do that is to monitor or frequently listen to those people that are interacting with them directly on a daily basis. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, Kevin, I really want to thank you for coming back on the podcast and digging into the internal applications of call recording software, you know, how different departments can benefit from it and how it's really influencing big time decisions 
from a smaller level, you know, to a, a call call center manager, you know, readjusting the way that um, some of the people answering the phones maybe talk to their customers, uh, but even all the way back up to the top for the, for the CEO making large scale decisions for the company all through this software. So it's an exciting time, and I really want to thank you for coming on and giving your insight. Yeah, I appreciate it as well. Um, very interesting discussion. One more point, if I may, what you were just kind of talking about size of organization. It's interesting that a lot of companies think call recording, you know, costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's this big CRM type implementation. It doesn't have to be. You know, call recording systems like Oryx today are software based. You know, uh, they can be downloaded in as quick as thirty minutes. That's how Oryx is actually, you know, put into your organization. It's downloaded in thirty minutes, and you know, it doesn't have to break the bank. So, a lot of small companies or even two or three person shops are um, using call recording today. And it's affordable and they're using subscription-based models, um, you know, that, that kind of thing. And they're making it affordable without having to put down substantial capital investment, right? So it used to be you had to lay out tens of thousands of dollars for the hardware, for the implementation. Now it's as simple as either through a cloud service provider who offers it to you or, you know, coming right to us in a cloud model. You know, we can offer the software at extremely affordable rates. So it kind of leveled the playing field and now small shops all the way up to the Fortune 500 can use it. Right, exactly. And that's what's so great about this kind of software is that it isn't discriminatory against what size of company can use it. it. It's accessible, and that's the best part, is that something something so simple should be so accessible. Um, because it, it's simple, yet it delivers monstrously large results. So, it, it's exciting, and again, I'd like to thank you for giving your insight. Thanks again, I appreciate it. And thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.